You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com sermons. We'll read 2 Peter 3 as we get to the last words of Peter to the brethren. Last week we talked about being diligent from verse 14 to be found in him in peace, spotless and blameless. So uh, be diligent, that's one of the key words in the book. And regard God's patience to be our salvation. And Peter mentioned that Paul wrote these brethren about these same things. And so uh, we, uh, well, the Galatians, we just mentioned them. That's one of the overlapping areas where Paul wrote to brethren. And uh, Peter's writing uh, to the brethren here in Asia, uh, the brethren at Colossae. And uh, the brethren at Ephesus, that would also be an overlap. So these brethren were familiar by the time Peter writes with Paul's letters. And he says about Paul's letters, and I think we have to affirm this, especially since Peter set up by inspiration, that Paul in all his letters writes about these things, speaking in them some things which are hard to understand. And so we sometimes go, that's, that's kind of difficult. Well, Peter agrees. There are some things what Paul wrote that are hard to understand. Uh, I think the book of Romans most likely uh, comes to our mind first. I take Paul to be the author of the book of Hebrews. There's a few things in there that are kind of hard hard to get as well. There's a little bit in Galatians, which is kind of hard. Now, Peter says about these things that are hard to understand, that the untaught and unstable distort them as they do the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on your guard, lest uh, being carried away by the error of unprincipled men, you fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. As always, one of the ways to look at Scripture is common words or repeated words. What we note is a a common set of words. It all starts here in verses 16 and 17 with the negative uh, prefix un. We have the untaught, the unstable, and we have the unprincipled. Well, Lord save us from those folks. But we have the untaught, the unstable, and the unprincipled. And at times, these folks all deal with what? They deal with the scripture. Tonight, we didn't study directly, but made reference to our study recently of the temptations of Jesus. And uh, we find, uh, what did uh, Satan do in tempting Jesus? He twisted and distorted scripture. Well, Satan isn't untaught or unstable, but he's definitely unprincipled. Well, throw into the mix the unprincipled with the unprincipled, throw in the untaught and unstable. And between the untaught, the unstable, and the unprincipled, what can they get the scriptures to say? And what can they quote scriptures to try to mean? Especially if you use little pieces out of context, if you take the physical to apply to the spiritual, or the spiritual to apply to the physical, or you take uh, things from their context and pile up uh, familiar words and phrases, but in an unfamiliar order to an unfamiliar purpose, uh, what can what can people make out of the scriptures? 
And so for some people, the scripture is not a grand narrative where there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's characters and plot development, and there's foreshadowing, and there's references back to the text. But for some people, the scripture is this great collage where they've cut all these pieces, and if you cut enough pieces out of a magazine, what kind of picture can you make? Any kind of picture you want, right? And so that's what some people do with the scripture. They make it this great uh, self-created collage of things, which they start, as it says here in verse 16, with the things that are hard to understand. Because sometimes it takes professional help to misunderstand a passage to the degree it's misunderstood. You wouldn't get that far off by yourself, but you get something that's a bit hard. You get the untaught, you get the unstable, you get the unprincipled going after these things. They start there, and once they've got the scriptures twisting, once they've got it going in a spiral then what do they pull into this spiral? Things that should be easy to understand, and they get them placed out of order and out of place, and pretty soon, even the clear things aren't so clear or get so twisted that you don't recognize them. The end of this, though, is to their own destruction. Peter warns us, let it not be to your destruction too. So know this beforehand and be on your guard, lest you're carried away by their error. So their error is going to go spinning off. It's going to get twisted and go spiraling into who knows where, and it's going to be to their own destruction. But you're forewarned, and you should be forearmed, and you can be steadfast, and you don't have to go with them, right? And so if someone is bent on their own destruction, what can you do to stop it? But can you keep them from taking you along for the ride? Yeah, by preparation, by being on guard. Know this beforehand, verse 17. Lest you get carried away and you fall from your own steadfastness. So on their own, they're going to go to destruction, but you, you have a steadfastness that you need to exercise. You need to be anchored. You need to be knowledgeable. You can grow in, verse 18, the grace and knowledge of the Lord. So make that your dedication to be on guard against such to be steadfast, to grow in grace and knowledge. And once we've grown some in grace and knowledge, how much harder is it to move us off to these other places? A couple of years ago, I bought a couple of pecan trees and I took them out of buckets and I planted them in my front yard. And one of them I found out about a year later, I planted in the wrong place. So guess what I did? I moved it. I moved it. Uh, I've since had to, for other reasons, I've had to uh, remove it entirely and I had to cut it down. But it was making it go in a new place. But the, the other one I planted at the exact same time and didn't move, it did a whole lot better because trees, trees like to stay in one place. But you, you know what would happen now if I tried to move it? It's only been there five years. But can you imagine trying to move it now? It's grown too much, right? Well, when people try to take us away from the truth of Scripture, the grace and knowledge is in Christ. If we've grown, how far could they take us? Not very far. Go to the Psalms. What would the righteous man be like? The tree planted by the water, it shall not be moved. And so we need to make sure we're not carried away, verse 17, by these that are unprincipled, by these of verse 16 that are untaught and unstable, these that twist and distort the Scripture, Instead, we have 
hopefully and prayerfully grown in grace and knowledge so that like the righteous, we will not be moved. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.